What's up, Chris? This is Jason. We were just talking right before we hit record that you just don't give a shit. And that kind of attitude is what keeps these people tuned in every week, isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't care that my AirPods give me problems sometimes. I'll continue to go back and suck on the Steve Jobs teat at any chance that I get. Okay, so this is a this brings up an issue that I have had with my life partner. Shoutouts to Carolyn, my life partner. Are you sure? Is this a mental thing? When is it not a mental thing with me, Chris? Yeah, I'm good a point. cerebral Great cat. Point, yeah. Meow. <laughs> She was doing a Nike job, and she said that the person from Nike, like her main contact there, uh, she was wearing a, a How Long Gone hat, and he, I guess apparently he said, oh, are you LP? And she was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? And See, dumbass, this is why I don't do your little shtick, because this is what happens, bro. This She's is what happens. A cool, guy- a cool man who works at Nike uh, knows and likes our podcast all of that sounds good if you're listening right now yeah, send us bro, some shoes Nike, bro i don't I'm give a 17 uh, stop listening and start sending bro no, I'm a no, size, no, no. I'm we a love size that you listen and you don't you know we don't just need free shoes we also need uh endorsement deals with money and all, all kinds of stuff it doesn't just have to be free <laughs> i like shit. accessories too i like accessories yeah, some of your too, new eyewear is awesome and if you want to do a shoot where we're the talent I mean, I can get out of my deal with K-Swiss if it has to happen. Yeah, we can work on I, I know some stuff. We, we got lawyers and shit. But but the, the issue that was at hand that I have with my life partner is the Googling of things when you have a problem. And I was and I was like, well, you have a very specific problem with your AirPod headphones. Mm. They, they work all the time except when we're podding. And in my yeah, thought, I'm like, did you Google I it? Should... And you said, fuck that. Fuck Googling. That's fucking stupid. No, 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 no. I used this method. I used this method just yesterday, actually, to figure out how to take the uh, roof off <laughs> of a of a new a pepper grinder to put those peppercorns the into roof? a le- the... a Le Creuset. Bro, I thought grinder. this was gonna be. I thought this was gonna be. I, I you got the the Maserati soft top stuck in the up position. <laughs> But you said nah, the roof bro, of a nah. peppercorn grinder? Yeah, yeah, like a, a store-bought one. We had, you know, it was, it was pretty full, and so I looked up how to get uh-huh. it off, and unfortunately, it, it required a water soak that would ruin the peppercorns that were still in it. So I had to water go rogue soak? and use a box cutter to to surgically okay, remove. Okay, so blue-collar Chris has turned a leaf. Yeah, yeah, I had to get my hands dirty. I didn't. Luckily, there was no bloodshed, okay. and those peppercorns made it greatly into our orange sunburst Le Creuset pepper oh, grinder. Oh, thank God. So you said, let's get after it, Home Depot style. Exactly. Okay, so so you don't have you don't have an aversion to Googling because like whenever I tell my girlfriend to Google something, no, no, no. she's like, what do you think? I can't figure out blah, blah, blah. I'm like, did you Google it? And she's like, I don't fucking look at Reddit. That's what you do. I mean, that's a great point, and I which also, is a great point. Why would you Google shit if you have my dorky ass to do it for you? That's true. I I this was something I was trying to solve my own. I knew it was going to require some elbow grease. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, you know, my elbow is currently greased up right now with uh, some virgin wheat sport. Actually, because I'm feeling a little tight Ooh. after uh, a lot of yeah. Shout out to ch- wheat sport, work. my favorite. THC topical recovery aid, and they were nice enough to bless you with a virgin blend for our sober kings and queens out there. That's VIP shit right there. You ain't got these. Hose ain't got these. But I, I have a, 
I have an interesting story yesterday from yesterday, Jason, as well. Yeah. We took a journey to the west side, hell on earth. Depends on what part of the west side you're in. You're not you're not talking about Pacific Palisades. No, of course not. No, I'm talking about Venice. Uh, we started oh. at Justo, which which was fine. Um, and then, but but we went to the Brentwood Country Mart, and something really crazy happened to us there. Okay, we were at farm shop getting a, a coffee. <laughs> and yeah. obviously perusing the fine merchandise that they have there um, at their larder section. <laughs> and, God damn it. and You love larders. Uh, so you didn't get a coffee from Justa. You just went to go talk about how bad the hats were? I had to get out of there. I had a delicious... I mean, the food is so good. The food is so good, but everything else about it is so cursed. It's just... It's, People it's really, really love the co- food there. I'm yet to, I've only eaten there like once or twice, and I don't think I've had a great... I mean, it was it was obviously good, but I'm not... I'm not coming all over the dining room floor. That's not like no, 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 no. We ain't no, but it's it's also like a thing to do on a day where there's nothing to do. You yeah, know I mean? oh, yeah, let's sure. let's drive over there. We'll have that, and they have a they have a store that's actually quite good. At the Juice's store, this is for the real heads. They sell this Hawaiian uh, peanut coconut peanut butter. Oh my god, coconut peanut butter family. You put Jake put this shit on a date for us, and my fucking mouth was tingling. A date? That's a fake dessert, bro. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> we're hacking the dessert game. Damn hell yeah, that's good. But it was delicious. But anyway, so we're at Farm Shop. So much to cover. You know, we're at Farm Shop, and there's this like blonde, you know, like rich mom, uh, with a beautiful child and like a husband with this great head of hair and like a Richard Mille on, uh-huh. and you know, uh-huh. he's got the Mille. Bill Hader doing the uh-huh voice, and and so and they're she they're kind of eyeing us down and i'm like are we am i about to get in a fight did i do something no, this, are menage, they, they, this menage happening i'm like they definitely don't listen to the podcast <laughs> i'm like i just don't understand what this is and she she walked up to us with a with a bag and she said hey i own this company called malibu milk and it's a, it's an it's an organic flax milk right and she's like she's like you know we go we go to a lot of our stockists and we buy a couple bottles and we just give it to someone to try it and you guys are the coolest looking people in here so we want you to we we want you to take these two two gallons, one oat, one flaxseed, and just try it. And and gallons, just, I just, they're 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 big. Okay, they're pretty thick. Okay. So anyway, anyway, I was just you know I was flying high after that. I was like, damn, yeah, yeah. I just got identified as cool at, at the farm shop. Yeah, and yeah. and to be fair, we were the coolest people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just an interesting. So I'm gonna try some flaxseed milk for the first time. I didn't know if you'd be interested in sampling some oh, of that. Chris, I would love to. Unfortunately, I'm on holiday right now, but please save some. I don't know what the shelf life is looking like over at Malibu Milks. It's interesting. The shelf life is similar to regular milk, which makes me think this shit is powerful. So the so the shorter the shelf life, the more powerful it is. And when you say powerful, are you speaking in flavor and nutrient density? I'm, in uh, you know high electrolyte absorption. What are we talking all, about? All of the all of the above. All the above. Got it, got it, yeah, got it. I, you know, I know shelf stable is a thing we strive for in some of our in some of our lives, but in this case, I want my shit going bad quick. Meek Mill voice, <laughs> going bad, <laughs> going bad. Yo, if my milk lasts through the night, I don't want it, bro. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want it. This is fr- this is fresh from the flaxseed, hand pressed. You know, when you hear a name like that, of all the products, you don't think it's going to be literally milk. I think it's going to be like some type of suntan lotion. 
maybe a website that requires a, a, a monthly membership fee. Maybe that's Malibu Milkers or something like that. I don't know what it is. Sounds like maybe a, a old person walking club. You know what I mean? You never know. But it's it's it is unfortunately spelled M Y L K, which I know you love. Uh, I thought that was copywritten. It's packed with fiber, omega threes, and prebiotics. So I will save you well, a shot. Slow down of, until of they until the the Zell hits, Chris. We don't need no, to. This is, we don't need this to is, gas them up too much. No, this is free promo because I was so and and I, I went to this beautiful store. I just had a we had a great day. In, Chris, I'm starting to have a feeling that Malibu Milk knew exactly what they were doing when they came up and gave you this this hard sell. It sounds like this Nike Mark Nark did the same thing. Oh, are you? You know, I, it just it all sounds like everybody's playing inside baseball on us, TJ, which I guess is a good place to be. Yeah, they're they're burying the lead. They're playing coy, mm-hmm. but they know exactly who we are, mm-hmm. what hotel room I'm in. Right right now and hopefully their intentions are are only pure but we can never you know we we, we, you can never everybody look all these all these jabronis are trying to no pun intended milk us for something (laughs) um and you know they're they're milking us for pre free promotion which i am fine to do because luckily that's a, a brand of content that we have sort of created a a cottage industry of and people like to just hear us talk about products we haven't figured out how to get money for those products yet. I don't need to get money for it because I get money in other places and I would prefer to have these products given to me and then it, it, it's pod fodder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pod fodder. We'll make money on the back end. I mean, other than Sweet Green, who keeps my pockets lined full of cashew, but what did you eat at Juicer real quick? I actually had a classic California veggie sandwich, Jason. Ooh, baby. Um, which really hit for me i did ask them to remove the peppers because i think peppers on sandwiches are disgusting i hate the mouthfeel like a like a bell pepper yeah like, well it was probably marinated or some shit you know what i mean it's all uh, marinated it, fucking it, pickled it. blah 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 but it had a nice tahini spread which i think really set it off tahini on a sandwich but i watched the couple the couple the couple next to us and shout out to kirsty godso who i super super trying to kiss godso old sir I saw her there, but I, I didn't get a chance to say what's up to her. She's definitely listening to this podcast. So You didn't um, have a chance to say what's up to her. Come on. Well, I didn't I didn't realize it was her, and then she was walking out, and she was with a friend. They didn't want to stand up and chase her. You know what I mean? That'd be crazy. It would have hit you with the babes. The couple next to us did something I've never seen before that Al noticed. I didn't. They, they ordered a second round of fries. Is that when the edible kicks in? Is that we did a really hard hike in Malibu Canyon and fuck it, we earned these fries? Are they just that good that you had to re? No, they look no, they look like stone tourists from like you know somewhere not a city, somewhere that's not a city. But it's crazy because just it's it's like I made a reservation the night before for twelve thirty, no problem, and there were people a hundred people walked up while we were eating asking for a table, and they were saying it was a two hour wait. I'm like, did you guys not check? Res- like, why would you not check a reservation when you know this is that kind of place? Maybe they I, don't. I don't understand. Maybe they don't know it's that kind of place. And also, Justa doesn't seem like the type of like a, like a deli type of counter scenario vibe. Like, it's not a place I want to make a res for. I understand. But yeah, fuck all those people. Fuck Justa. Fuck Venice. Fuck eating. Fuck lunch. We have a great fuck guest lunch. today. Fuck lunch. Old friend of the show. Old friend of the show, Chrissy Milazzo. Milazzo. Uh, Chris, Chrissy is a legend, and we've been friends with her for a long time. And, you know, during the research portion of this podcast, which, you know, Jason uh, texted me 10 minutes before we started saying, damn, Chrissy deleted Twitter. I'm like, no, nah, Chrissy deleted all that shit, fella. Mm. Chrissy, Chrissy, who's hilarious, has left the social media uh, realm, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, obviously something neither of us could do because of our illustrious careers and addiction. I just figured she blocked me or something, but. 
I guess not. It wouldn't be the first one. Yeah, I'm interested. I think she moved as well. It's it's more of a life update with Chrissy today, right. which is exciting. I think we're going to learn a lot of different ways how to manage the world and the life that you have. Get into a more healthy headspace, and we're not talking about the app. No, they need to cut the check. Chris could use a little healthy headspace. You know what I mean, listeners? Bitch, I'll, I'll, and I think Chrissy is going to be the person that really delivers that. I'll knock that, your I'll that. knock your fucking block off and make some See, space. Can you do you guys hear this? This is what I'm talking about. It's what I'm talking about. She's probably so okay. logged off that she's like, "Oh, I deleted Zoom." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, dele- I deleted the podcast app. Well, let's let's try to find her. I think she's on the East Coast too, so it's basically the end of the day. She's probably having a cold brew. Maybe she gave that up too. For all I know, Jesus. Cold brew? What? Chrissy, hi. How are you? How have you been? This is me, Jason, and Chris, your friends. Hi. I'm sweaty. <laughs> I'm good. I'm in Philadelphia. It's a sweaty town, isn't it? So let's talk about that. <laughs> You okay? I mean, no, like never, never fully okay. But I moved here at the end of February. What? How much did Urban Outfitters offer you? <laughs> what is Urban Outfitters? What is their relationship to Philadelphia? It's the only reason I've ever known anybody to live there unless they were a bike messenger. Yeah, like when people work at Nike, they have to go live in Portland for okay. like seven yeah, same months. Kind of thing. Chrissy, don't do the thing where you're like, well, New York is so close. We go every weekend on the train. <laughs> it's like so close. I'm it's, sorry. It's basically like li- It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like living in New York. I'm never going to say that. It is very much not like it. That's that's why I'm here because I can't I can't hack it in New York. My dog can't hack it. Chrissy, why did you retire? You're you're <laughs> a lot younger than me, and I feel like you've retired, and I don't know why you checked out so early. I mean, is life that does life suck that bad? No, I just don't like being on Twitter. I mean, that's what I feel like I'm retired from. I retired from LA. <laughs> that, um, no, you left. You left LA. You were you were on the precipice of Hollywood stardom, and you just gave right, it all up. Yeah. And I don't understand. I had some really big offers. That were I can hack it in LA. I just really got sick of like being inside. Why would you be inside in the most beautiful place in the I world know. with strong Wi-Fi and citrus? citrus? I wasn't hiking enough i wasn't hiking enough i wasn't there were no more parties to go to unless you were going to like so you so you moved to the mountainous ranges of pennsylvania then (laughs) yeah Yeah. yeah. yes i didn't move to pa to hike Uh, (laughs) and i i'm still struggling with my identity being tied to pennsylvania that's always been hard for me because i'm from as you should be (laughs) yeah you should be yeah we're here to shame you for it that's why you came on the show i didn't even know where you live but now that i know you live there you've given this show purpose and i really appreciate that that's to make you feel bad about your life decisions (laughs) i mean that's what i'm here for well i mean philadelphia is a i would say you know top 25 u.s city you know, so it's not, it's not, that's being generous okay there's four better cities in california alone okay. you know what i mean i would even i would i would live in sacramento before philadelphia no. what have you done in philly chris what's triggering you i've been there like twice in my life i think i went there once to do coke and see um what are those djs i like jason <laughs> you don't really like any djs <laughs> no but they were like very they, soul wax uh, okay. soul wax okay 
Yeah, I went and saw Soul Wax and Diplo, and that's kind of oh, no. it. And then, I, oh no, that's not true. I went and saw Yayo, and I took the took the Acela to see Justin Timberlake. Wow! So you know Philly stuff, right? Yeah, classic culture. You got a cheesesteak. I mean, that's all I needed to do there. There's nothing else to do there. It's like Boston, but without the pretty parts. Like oh, I don't know no. what there is. I there. hate Boston personally, but my we all hate we all hate Boston. <laughs> but it's got can- it's like beautiful. Nobody likes Boston. It's it's, it's a million years we'll old. Be, uh, sure, yeah, we'll be we'll sure. be in Boston uh, October fourth and fifth at the Chuck. Hot. Come on out. A couple <laughs> tickets left for the second show. Yeah, we're opening for Andrew Schultz in Philadelphia. I don't remember the venue, Jason, but if you could look that up, let me know. I can't tell if you guys are serious, honestly. I think you're not. We're not. No. No, it's it's plausible. You haven't talked to us in a while that I started an illustrious stand-up career and I had dates in Boston. Oh, that's, no. that's not too outside <laughs> of the realm of possibilities, right? Oh, no. <laughs> I would... I would say it's pretty outside. <laughs> I I wouldn't want stand-up comedy to happen to you. <laughs> do you hate stand-up comedy as much as I do? No, I don't hate stand-up. I just, I've had my fill of it for my lifetime, I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've, I've had my fill of it, too, and I've, I, I've only watched on TV, so I understand. Wait, you've never seen stand-up live? You have. He's actively avoided it. I've honestly, three times, maybe. Sure. It's not funny. Like, it's just not funny. Yeah, you're stand-up avoidant. Yeah, I'm stand-up, I'm stand-up avoidant. But what do you guys, but, but since you've relocated to the East Coast, but you're an East Coast chick originally, correct? Yes, I'm from New Jersey, Phillipsburg, New Jersey. It's near the Allentown metropolitan area. We know where it is, Chrissy. Um, we know where it is. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I saw I feel like I saw Bane in a basement in Allentown, maybe. But uh, is the oh, that makes sense. Crop rock. How has your life changed with this dramatic move, a return to the East Coast? Well, I see my family more. It's pretty boring. I'm I'm sorry. This is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting married, so I think it's a natural uh... conclusion in that way. I know it's not. Congratulations, what a Thank you. Thank you. Happy to hear that. Congratulations. Thanks. I don't think she's Jewish, Jason. I think she's Italian. I, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm Lutheran. I fucked unfortunately. up. Unfortunately. I wish I were Jewish. Lutheran? I don't even know what Lutheran people do. Can you tell us? Lutheran's some snake char- some snake charmer shit. Go ahead, Chrissy. Lutheran is very laid back and you don't do anything. Like, I was always jealous of all the kids that got to go to CCD, like the Catholic after school program to... But I know I shouldn't have been jealous because they were probably being abused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't like the abuse part, but it's nice to feel wanted. They had a sense of community. Like when I was in third grade or fourth grade and everyone was like, this happened at CCD. I was like, fuck, I just have to, over the weekend on Sundays, I would have to go sit in a room with my pastor and like four other teenagers. Young people? Sure. We would talk about like, our interpretations of the Bible, which you can imagine was like not very stimulating intellectually. So I was really like, I just wanted to be hanging out with the kids at CCD who seemed like they were kissing. They were definitely kissing and smoking weed. Maybe both. There was no weed, unfortunately, not not in my town until really? I was like much older. Yeah, I didn't smoke weed until I was like 17. And then I remained pretty like bad with weed until i moved to la and then i sort of learned learned the culture <laughs> culture spelled with a k <laughs> no cali yeah, culture exactly. bro cali culture <laughs> we smoke different bitch <laughs> yeah we do we- <laughs> Wiz oh my has god <laughs> the fucking yeah and khalifa <laughs> do you think that's spelled with the c no 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 okay so yeah i remember when i was in high school and and when everyone was kind of hard up for kissing, sure. they would be like, well, I guess we can go to like the Christian 
like youth pastor, <laughs> like night night church on Wednesday, and like you know maybe touch a titty in a car or something. You're from Orange County, right? Yes. What part specifically? Huntington Beach. I should know, but I forget. Okay. I spent some time in Laguna Niguel with, oh. a, with an ex-boyfriend of mine who was from there. Okay. It did not work out. Did he go to, did he go to USC? <laughs> he transferred back into the UC system, but I met him because he went to Rutgers, which should have been like my first red flag was that someone from the California school system would choose to go to New Jersey's state school right. and pay for it you know (laughs) yeah willingly Um, but god bless him he's like a doctor now okay so i'm happy for him i'm happy for him (laughs) right right okay yeah laguna niguel it's a nice rich south orange county neighborhood i drove through it uh just yesterday yeah it was really weird vibe all suburbs are kind of the same of course like i'm from Mm -hmm. no all suburbs are not created equal orange county is different okay expand (laughs) expand (laughs) brother man expand well i just i well no i just think that i think that any 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 beach suburb is a level above a regular suburb a level above just in general across the board everything better uh not everything better i think you just got to have more paper to Uh, to live there totally you know what i mean like you you could you could live in a suburb of Atlanta and, you know, mm-hmm. for nothing. Whereas a, a suburb of LA, I mean, or, you know, whatever, if we're talking Orange County, you know, we're talking big paper, baby. They got Lambos. And it's stuff a different like misery, I think. Oh. I was very, like, shook by, like, people really cared about appearances and, like, manners more than I was used to. <laughs> so I didn't really, yeah. No elbows on the table in Laguna Niguel. Yeah, there was there was a certain vibe that I was not really fitting into and I didn't understand. I was like, why the fuck doesn't anyone <laughs> like me in this town? I don't think I've been to, am I, have I been to Laguna no, no, Niguel? No, no. There's, there's no real like cultural destination or reason to go there. I, I, I think the mall, I don't even know if they have a good mall. Oh. I would I would spend some time there just to, you know have relations with people uh, you know in, in and around <laughs> that area uh, we, we, well we in i'm, I'm in uh, i'm in like in la jolla right now chrissy okay a suburb of san diego the orange county of san diego yes and i was driving through no, south dude. orange county in dana point and there was an exit called camino capistrano and i would drive by and then- oh I, my car broke down there yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm banging my cowbell. The Prius okay, so yeah, that's a- no, uh, it was a Volkswagen Jetta. Thank you very much. Oh. And I had shipped it out to California from New Jersey when I first first moved Ooh. and it promptly broke down. That Jersey Jetta couldn't hack it in the big city, could it? This sounds like a plot from love. What happened after it broke down? Um, I got it to the Camino Capistrano Volkswagen or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and then they fixed it. Oh, so no hottie like stopped to help you or anything? No, my boyfriend at the time who hated me <laughs> was, <laughs> was, was regretting every choice he'd ever made that got me there, and so was I, and so it was a very contentious situation. My, my boyfriend who hated me? <laughs> <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think uh, at a lot of different points in relationships, you can look at the person that was with you and while having compassion for them, yep. realize that they fucking hated you, obviously, yeah. possibly for good reason. And there, so, there, is, a, there is a clear difference between resentment and hate with, with your life partner. And it's a, it's a tough Definitely. pill to swallow sometimes. Yeah, he was not my life partner. We weren't going <laughs> to we make it. Okay, okay. 
You you couldn't even make it. You couldn't make it out of Orange County. You're definitely not making it to yeah. the altar. Yeah, we broke up in L.A. It was a very. Uh, we broke up because I wanted to listen to Kanye West, All of the Lights, and he was like, "Fuck Kanye," and I was like, "Can you?" Well, to be to be fair, I, I that that's not a bad reason no. to end it. With no, you. no, when, no, when those horns come in, undeniable. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna at her peak. I mean, w- right. Where were you? But were you guys in the car? We were like, in the what car. Were you doing? I was driving. We were coming back from, I don't know if it's still there, but there's this like Irish bar that is in like a, like the Pico Robertson sort of like. Is that where we went? That's where we went to Ryan O'Connell's exactly. birthday, Jason. I forgot oh what God. it's called. Wow. That is a cursed ass place. It's disgusting. It's very that's where I yeah. met every lesbian TV writer in LA. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, but yeah, well, I was driving past that that twisted, cursed exit, Camino Capistrano, <laughs> on the five freeway, and I was like, "Oh, that was my exit." And then my life partner goes to get some head, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I guess." And well, also to see, I had I had friends there to visit my bros, but also you know, try and get a little bit ahead down in South Orange County. We've all been there. <laughs> I mean, in ways I traveled to Orange County to get laid, but it was also what do you mean a, in ways? A layover. Um, well, because I had a, a boyfriend at the time who lived there part time. Mm-hmm. He was going to UC Santa Barbara. I basically moved in with his mom for like a month <laughs> while I found my apartment in LA. It was not. It was not a good situation for him. That's a wild setup. Yeah, this sounds terrible. No every I, every decision, every decision you made. Oh, is this a bad is cool. Though. Yeah, I mean, this is all content. You know. This is this is for the for the <laughs> memoir. That's that, yeah, that's yeah, four yeah. chapters right there in the book. That is four oh, chapters. All, right there. You can find all that content on thoughtcatalog.com, <laughs> and I own none of it, and it's all poorly written. <laughs> I forgot that you worked for that content sweatshop over there. How oh, much did you did make I? total? Oh my god, total? How much did you make total? I think my paychecks were like less than 500 per week. Mm-hmm. Probably I was probably making no. like yes. Oh my god, yes. I'm probably not legally allowed to talk about this. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know what the legal team over there is looking like these days. Jason to 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 give you the background, Thought Catalog is a site that I have many connections to, sure. uh, but it's also it's where it's where I met Ryan O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what do you mean you met him via Thought Catalog? Were you publishing? Uh, no, sweetie. Uh, my partner um <laughs> No, no, I'm kidding. My, my my business partner, one of my business partners, uh, like designed and developed that site, okay. so I knew the founder. And then oh, wow. he was like, "You would really, you would really like Ryan. You guys should meet." And then, of course, we were like, "Yeah, I love slow dive and pills." You're like, "Hey, I have another. I have a writer who works for me who's also a drug addict who's gay." <laughs> 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 yeah, union. And Chris said, "Honey, I'm home. Where do I? What is it? It's eight cents a word. Okay, I'm in." <laughs> Less, less. I mean, but Chris, you didn't, you didn't work there full time. No, I did. I did. Oh, you did? I think I had, I can't remember if I was still, I think I was still on my parents' health insurance. It was very competitive. I mean, (laughs) people were lining up down the block. Yeah, you must have been clearing upwards of $10,000 a year. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, this is. I probably came away with, I mean, at one point, at one point we went to Coachella, me and another writer on like, you know, like. We got press passes. Like, yeah, like we assigned ourselves. That was terrible. Obviously, we stayed in like a cockroach infested hotel and I got my first taste of uh, what that would be like for me. 
friends. Oh, I didn't know where that was going. I didn't know if it was going to go Molly or you guys had a no, lesbian affair. I didn't know where that was going. We actually were sober the entire time, which is psychotic. Well, you're working. It's not psychotic. You're a professional. That's true. You had to interview. Who did you talk to? Did you talk to like the auxiliary percussionist from like My Morning Jacket? Or like <laughs> how far did you how far did you get? I think I interviewed DJ Alesso. This is broke as hell. This whole story is broke as hell. It was very, obviously the whole thought catalog was held together by glue. You know, like everyone was being paid in gum. Um, (laughs) Alesso, he's a real dud. You can say it, right? uh, he was like a sweet boy. He was like mm-hmm. a sweet. Don't no, that's fuck no, but Alessa, he would. He knows he would, what he did. <laughs> yeah, fuck Alessa. I was a, I was a complete dud. You know what I mean? I don't have any space to call anyone else. I don't think I would. You, you could be a lot of things, Chrissy. I've never thought you were anywhere near a dud. I think you're always a great. Yeah, sport. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've known you for a lot. We've known you since your infancy uh, as a contact. Look, we could have our pick of the litter on this podcast. Do you think we would (laughs) voluntarily choose you if we thought you were a dud? I don't know. You guys have a busy schedule. Busy dog. It's not because we do three podcasts a week. (laughs) That is a good point, Chrissy. That That is not why. That is not why. That is a decent point, but no. No, no, no. No, we we only pick the creme de la creme or anyone that is on a press tour and uh, we find interesting. So I don't know if you have anything coming out that you want to plug, but just let us know. Keep it to the end. No. And please don't please don't go to thoughtcatalog.com. But <laughs> I mean that just that concept of just like absolutely unhinged writing and it being right. up and and like was there even an editor? Did no, you self publish it? You would self publish yes. it. You would like log in and push the yes. button. So my whole experience like going into I was like I basically looked at Ryan O'Connell's journey and I was like, Oh, that's gonna happen to me. But I did not have, uh, let's say, Ryan O'Connell's perspective or let's mm-hmm. call it talent <laughs> like, at the time. And so at the time, I was very much writing just like everything that had ever happened to me under like a clickbait title. Do you think it made you better, though? Just the f- speed of it all and like getting no. used to it? No, <laughs> totally not. Totally. OK, not. well, you know, I was, I was trying to look for the silver lining, you know, because because I do love free snacks. It made Ryan O'Connell better. Yeah. It helped him. But for me, I, my takeaway there was like, having an editor sucks. Like, why would I want an editor? (laughs) Like, I've got this. I can just vomit things out for the whole internet to see. Yeah, at the time it was. I'm already a perfect writer, and editor can only fuck things up. Mm -hmm. I thought that I would get an editor like when I was making the big bucks. (laughs) Like, that was where my head was at at the time, was like, that'll come later. Like, there's no reason for me to worry about that now. So it was a bad introduction. Did you then at least learn how to like sensationalize like menial things that happened to you in your life and mm-hmm. to create stories around? Totally. Okay, that's I think that's like a decent skill to have. Sure. That's a decent skill. That's all we do. That's what we do on this podcast. That's what every. I mean, that's like what content. Do you, do you is have now. an example it, of of stretching the truth into into content like anything that I said? Anything that I said. <laughs> every single thing. If you were to look at that content now, which I can't bear to do but like specifically i remember we would watch the like meter of it was called chart beat and you would watch like chart chart beat yeah. <laughs> explain to jason so jason chart beat is basically like what a con i mean it, it shows the pay like how whose stories are doing the best which is right. completely unhealthy to look at but at, at somewhere i thought kyle they probably had it on a plasma mm-hmm. you know for everybody mm-hmm. to look at in the office look i've seen rom-coms guys i know about this stuff <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to mansplain chart beat to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't. It's not his first rodeo with content give me publishing. A little, give me a little but... credit, Chris. I got more bylines than Black. Don't worry. Oh no. I wish that were true. <laughs> Because I'm uh, much much like our guest Chrissy, there's some stuff maybe I would rather not have out there. Please go back to 2015. I mean, at least you didn't write about T-shirts 50, 50 weeks in a row. I mean, you know, it's it, it, it where, be... where were you writing about T-shirts? I mean, I loved it, but like Garage Magazine, I wrote about a, t- a T-shirt oh, of the week. Okay. I had a T-shirt every week. I think that sounds kind of nice. I smell Peabody. Yeah. It was fun, but it's insane to think about that. I, I just don't know if stuff like this would happen now in the same way, like what you're talking, what you were doing. I just don't know if it would happen now. In Biden's America, probably not. Yeah. I think now that's just served by like TikTok, right? And like Instagram yeah, and yeah. like people who like, I hate to utter the name because I don't want to like invoke the, the wrath or the audience, but like Caroline Calloway is very much like. This podcast is over. <laughs> One way that my life could have gone if I really continued down a path of like, my it's Damn, so entertaining, you, you know? What did you, who's your Natalie then? Because that's all I care about now. If, oh, if I you, don't have you... that in my life. There are plenty of people who didn't want to be friends with me anymore because I was a shitty person. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't. <laughs> There's like a list, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have so anyone surprised. that sold the story when... to the cut. <sighs> Well, look, five thousand dollars is a lot of money to some people. You know what I mean? Definitely. What for is sure. what what is the what what is the when you say shitty person? I just never got mm-hmm. that impression of you. So I'd love for you to tell me okay. what exactly that means for you. Yeah. Yeah. When were you such a little scoundrel? I don't know that shitty person is like maybe that's dramatic, but I was like tweeting about everything that ever happened to me. I was like trying to go to like every single party, like the opening of every envelope. Like, <laughs> I was just being like. In LA and younger, sure, but I, I think that my priorities, I had no priorities. And I just thought that eventually, like, it would happen for you. I'll just keep going to parties until somebody discovers me. Right, exactly. And instead, like, I, I did some coke. I had some fun, and <laughs> like, I lived to tell the tale. Chrissy, I hate to, I hate to burst your bubble here, but you know, we, we're in the same boat. You know, it's, it's right, just, right. I think that the, but I think that that's also just like young people behavior. And sadly, I don't think it happens anymore. You know, I think that it's, it's become, I, I think that that age now is either hyper career focused mm-hmm. or lame. Well, that's what I wish I, I was different in is that I was kind of hyper career focused, but I, I couldn't decouple career from like making friends or like, cause everyone I knew was doing the same thing of like trying to write online or like be you know famous for for whatever they were doing so to me it was all like kind of in the same bucket but now yeah I mean I do worry for younger people that like they're not because I wish that I was I actually sort of wish that I was messier because I was messy but I was trying to organize it into like a clickbait article you know what I mean or like a content piece for advice (laughs) if you're truly messy if you're truly messy it does not make it into content yeah you should be able to be messy and not documenting it or like tweeting through it like everything that I was ever going through I was like it's probably good to to make some posts about this I wish I was just worse but offline <laughs> like a like a natural orange wine <laughs> you wanted the messiness to be organic <laughs> unprocessed sure. unfiltered exactly sure otherwise it's not the same it. I get that well I mean you could have this is in hindsight at, at the time you know hindsight being 2020 i i was only a call away i could have taught you how to dj if you wanted you know <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good just that, like zach actually, efron all right all classic right. missed opportunity classic <laughs> missed opportunity 
I think you did everything right, Chrissy. I disagree with your your take on your own life. I think you did every. I think you did everything right. I just. I wish it was messier. Honestly, like Mm -hmm. I really do. When I look back, I don't think it's like, oh, I've made every single poor choice. But did you ever get a DUI? No. You're like, I did a lot of coke, but never <laughs> up my asshole. Like, I wish I would have done it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. I wore bras too much. No, I wore no bras. That was one thing I was, I still, I'm still working on finding, finding the right bra for social situations. Well, have you checked out this brand cup? Uh, it's called cup. Oh. Use, use code. How long gone 20 cup at on checkout. Instagram is, has a dope social media presence. You got to check them yeah, out. I don't know if you've heard of, you know, parade, uh, use code. How long gone 20 at checkout. Uh, is that how it's pronounced? Bro- I've always read it. I've never yeah. read it. Okay. Oh, yeah, they, they parade. Ju- <laughs> parade. <laughs> they just released some great bralettes that I would recommend for the summer. So just Chris, check those what is out. a bralette? I've heard that word before. I know what a bra is. I know what a let is. But you've, you've removed a bralette or two in your day. <laughs> <laughs> I want Chris now. to say it. I want Chris to say it. <laughs> I'm not honestly. I'm not actually sure, but I believe it's just a less structured material, and it's triangle shaped. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? I would agree. A bralette, I think, is is specifically there's no underwire. It's yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. You're you're basically at it. You're giving a little support to your boobs, but mostly you're putting a barrier between the nipple and the shirt. Got it, got it. Which I personally, you know, I we all freed the nipple and it's done. The project is over, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm enjoying its benefits because I, you know, I have nothing to risk ever. Thanks to the wife, congratulator tank top. We're all we're all enjoying those <laughs> the spoils of that. Aren't we? <laughs> Wife, congratulator! I- the equal rights tank top. <laughs> I, I stopped saying wife beater upwards of three weeks ago, Chris. Get with the program. I thought, oh, wow. I'm sorry. I thought we were still rebranding. I didn't know there had, we had landed on a rebrand. Chris, do the work. Yeah, do the work. Wife, congratulator is, is pretty sick. <laughs> Let me get a three pack of wife congratulators, please, and an extra small. It really rolls the off the tongue. Appreciator. I think. I think we'll go for the wife. No, appreciator wife appreciator is what most people say, but I wanted to. I always have to be different and put my little twist on it. You know that. Sure. I was just going to say, I feel like maybe it's this isn't fun for the listeners. <laughs> oh, no, that's where you're this wrong. This podcast sweetie. in general? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a fan. Oh, this has nothing This this has nothing to do with us on only you. Is that what you're saying? I mean, that's always how I feel. Got it. Got it. We have upwards of 50 listeners per episode. So, Great. so in your head, you're thinking something is wrong and it's because of me. Yeah, at all times, Got definitely. It. Okay. Which I know, it, which is both self-conscious and also narcissistic. They're definitely like two sides of the same coin. Oh, I've I've been shit. in therapy for a long You've time. Been, I was going to say, Chrissy, I feel like you. I feel like you left LA. Maybe you got a haircut. You know what I mean? Drove across the country. Definitely. F- found yourself, and you're just you. You scrub up nice, is what it feels like to me. I, I guess I am exfoliating. <laughs> I'm moisturizing. I mean, mental. I meant mentally. It was more of a metaphor, <laughs> skincare yeah. metaphor. I'm sure you've had a lot of facial breakthroughs as well Chrissy but we were talking more about the mental you dig yeah mentally there's definitely a lot of work in progress happening for sure but I have gotten some priorities the journey is never done you know that for sure yeah what are you guys doing these days (laughs) you guys in therapy what's going on (laughs) of course it's called how long gone you can get it wherever podcasts (laughs) wherever you listen to podcasts I have therapy it's called kush That Cali Kush. Yeah, I have a by myself meeting with my Cali Kush, and then everything just kind of sorts itself out. I come up with a couple good ideas for TV shows, and then I go to bed. (laughs) 
Yeah, Jason's therapy is sending a, the group chat a TV show idea that he he wrote down his notes app that it doesn't need to see the light of day. I think that's beautiful. That sounds very healthy to me. Thanks, Chrissy. What prompted is Philadelphia for your husband to be, or was it like I just love fourth tier East Coast cities? <laughs> um, we were we had traveled a bit in the pandemic. I'll say it. Tulum. You weren't, yeah. Did you go to Saloon to dance? <laughs> no. Um, we were going back to, you know, we made the occasional trips back to like New York and New Jersey to see like friends and family. And mm-hmm. when we were out in LA, I wasn't doing shit. And I was kind of like, why am I here anymore? Like, I really love LA as a place, a lot of things about it. But why be here when I could be in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? <laughs> Right. Exactly. Why, mm-hmm. why deprive myself of the cheesesteaks and the wawas? And uh, they got that Liberty Bell there. That's pretty sick. Sure. Yeah. There's. The Do you Liberty skate? Because there's some pretty famous skate spots there. I don't skate. <laughs> I I've never been able to to really wrap my my head around it. Honestly, <laughs> I hung out with skaters all the time in high school, and I think that sort of traumatized me. All my first boyfriends were skaters. And were you saying that you were a ramp tramp at a young age? Definitely a skate slut is what we called them. Wow, that's too far. I would never say Fine. something like that. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Jason, make sure it's very clear who said that. Yeah, yeah. No wonder you built such a big following on Mattress in the Kitchen Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Chrissy Chrissy, have you ever have you ever worn a shoestring as a belt, be honest? No, but I have given hand jobs to those guys. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the truth. That's where I was getting, but I didn't want to ask directly. So thank you for that. You can be direct here. It's this is a safe space, truly. Yeah, Chris, she's a she's a Philly chick. They 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 do things a little differently. <laughs> They're more of a straight shooter. Right. Oh, is that I didn't I wasn't exactly sure how Philly chicks behaved, but Well, Chris, I would say that you have some perhaps Philly style tattoos. <laughs> I'm not trying to call you out. <laughs> but a lot a lot of guys around these parts have have arms that are are looking first like of all, Chris Black. First of all, their their arms are are much smaller in diameter and also <laughs> less tan. I would like to Chrissy, say, Chrissy, wherever you're going, keep going. More of this, please. <laughs> it sounds like you're around some hotties, and I don't I don't want to alarm your boyfriend, but it sounds like you're hanging out in the wrong parts of town. <laughs> well, Chris, maybe maybe sure. her life partner is also tatted up. Is your life partner yatted up? I'm ass- I'm assuming not. He is no tattoos now. That's hot. Luck of the draw. Yeah. Unfortunately, Chrissy, the style of tattoo that I've leaned into is called a traditional style. So you could okay. find it not not only in Philadelphia, but in many <laughs> other fourth tier cities on the East Coast. So it's Chris not Chris is just, what you call a traditionalist. Yeah. When did you start <laughs> leaning in to the to the aesthetic that you've arrived at? Um eighteen years old, probably. Okay. If not before. I mean I couldn't get a tattoo until I was eighteen because I'm obviously a rule follower. You've probably gone over this on the pod, but what was your first tat? Uh, it's unlovable across my heart in cursive. It's a Smith song. Wait, really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Very, very melodramatic. Are you though? I'm. I'm not. It's just like you're so not melodramatic now as an adult. But obviously, everyone like there were so many bad tattoos I wanted as a teenager, and my dad luckily was like, "I'll kick you out." I got them, and my parents still get upset when I get them. So it's, <laughs> it's you know, I mean, upset. Upset may be the wrong word. They're just like, "Oh, is is that new?" And I'm like, right. "Yeah, mom, I'm I'm 38 years old. It doesn't. This doesn't have matter." Have you ever anymore. thought about covering Unlovable, or do you believe in just like, <laughs> have you ever covered a tattoo? No, I'm not Pete Davidson who announced today he's getting all of his tattoos. He's getting all of his tattoos removed by the time he's 30. <laughs> he really? has the Hillary Clinton. 
on like mm-hmm. he have you seen that his Hillary yeah. Clinton tattoo I would oh, never man. get a tattoo I just don't care enough like that's the thing that people don't realize I think when you get to a certain amount of tattoos it's just like I don't think about this at all right like I don't I don't care I don't really think about it I, I don't get new ones that often but it's like Chris doesn't even notice his art no I don't even notice my art unless right, somebody says your flesh. hey Obviously. hey bro nice ink which I still hear which is crazy <laughs> do you get women like touching your tattoos often is that like a good hell no well I think that like that was always a move of mine when I was like trying to flirt with someone with tattoos that backfired was i was like oh my god i love this <laughs> no that does not work that is that is offensive um, i know and, i know i've learned i mean you can you can touch the tats as long as you ask for consent but otherwise it's kind of fucked up for you to do something like that sure yeah christy if you asked us if you asked to touch the tats i will have to have there's a consent form i keep on my phone okay, you good. can just kind of sign quickly justin bieber put me onto it um so if you just, <laughs> just use that that'd be, that'd be that'd be cool no but i think tattoo but it's it's just i've told this story before on the podcast but in atlanta in the you know late 90s early 2000s if you took public transportation i had multiple friends that were heavily tattooed get get like recruited to be in in a white power organization oh no that's how crazy tattoos used to be like it would it would like signal that you were like truly part of like an underworld whereas (laughs) now it just means you have the tiktok app on your phone it's crazy (laughs) I'm at a I'm at a hotel like a nice hotel in La Jolla, California right now and at the pool Love that. I would say 50% of the people at the pool moms, dads, kids whatever have like many tattoos. Yeah. Wow. Like like three different moms with their babies. Their babies are tatted up. <laughs> are like sleeved up. The babies are not tatted up. The mommies are sleeved up. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, you never see a tattooed baby. If you do, call 911. The shift in culture, uh, I mean, I just also, tattoo culture is terrible. Like, I hate everything about it, but it's, I am I am part of it, I guess, by default. You ever watch Ink Master? <laughs> <laughs> he's into he's into piercing culture, but he's checked out a couple Ink Master episodes <laughs> where you can live moss. I got yatted up by an Ink Master judge who got canceled, <gasps> I think. <laughs> wow. Did Oliver you get, Peck. you probably got the tattoo. I remember him. So I was a big mm-hmm. Ink master head for a week <laughs> back in I don't know that's, that's pretty crazy to say out loud what a week it was yeah were you on meth what a week or it ketamine was. <laughs> no I just didn't really have a job I was like always freelancing you know but I was like deep in credit card debt and just fucking <laughs> around and so some friends of mine I think it was like their they had off work they had real jobs and they were like oh let's ironically watch this and I was like this is fucking great great tv they call the people who they tattoo human canvases <laughs> like you don't really get <laughs> that level of dehumanizing in reality tv i think has become more common mm-hmm. but at the time i hadn't seen that anywhere besides real That's housewives in terms of just like complete well this guy yeah. when i when i got it was i was i was doing this gq story where i learned to ride a harley so i was at the harley anniversary in in um in wisconsin and I, so part of the deal was i got yatted up by this guy the harley university no the harley like the like the campus basically like, like okay the, you know and, and this <laughs> not guy, the this university idiot. the campus <laughs> but his whole uh, yeah come on act like you've been to a corporation you were cool uh, yeah you guys I, I know they call it the campus at urban outfitters so don't act like you don't know <laughs> got it sure. uh and he heard of it but he is, he was, he had his, I didn't know this, but he's like famously divorced from Kat Von D. So he was like mm. just going in about Kat Von D to me. I met this guy five minutes before, just telling me about, oh, oh she no. does so much coke, bro. It's so fun. It, it was the whole thing was crazy. Yeah, that's the divorce that I would want 
probably one of them wrote like a memoir about it. I, I don't think I'm going to pick that up, but I would definitely read it. I would read an excerpt. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about, about Kat Von D, but she is releasing music. So if you just want to check that out on Spotify. Uh, no. Yeah, be my wow. guest. I've used her eyeliner. How was it? Um, I'm not really good at doing like a cat eye, so it was fine. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. I, you guys don't know how tough a cat eye is depending on your eyelid shape. Jason's dated a few rockabilly chicks in his time. He probably <laughs> no. I have not. <laughs> I mean, like my eyes are very like hooded and overlappy and gross. And I think <laughs> it's probably easier to do a cat eye on like a beautiful, smooth eyelid. Not, I'm not trying to fetishize here. I'm just saying. Don't, like, don't worry. Jason fetishized enough for both of us. Don't, don't <laughs> worry about so it. you're saying that eye makeup looks better on good eye than bad eye? Is that what we're saying? Um, you just have to, as a woman, mm-hmm. if you're being femme and <laughs> performing gender, you have to find oh, I your I feel like I'm on Red shape. Scare right now. Yeah, we're not on Red Scare. You got the wrong podcast. Okay. I mean, you guys can hook me up. <laughs> um, yeah, you have to figure out your eyelid shape. So you guys just wouldn't, you wouldn't know about all the different ones. If I send you a really unflattering up close photo of my face, could you maybe critique my eye shape? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do some phrenology if you guys want to get into it. I would like that. Jason's got a nice set of peepers on him. So it'd be Mm -hmm. good to, it'd be nice to see those. Jason, I have a very specific question for you and this might Mm. not be fun for the listeners, but yes, it is. Uh So, so my boyfriend is tall, mm-hmm. not tall, drag, but he's, he's not you tall, <laughs> not going to six, four. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, he's Chris he, size. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so regular Chris, tall. be quiet. Tall people talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm did sorry. all, did everyone out there hear that Chris is six foot? Just, I'm sorry. That was my bad. No, it's important. It's relevant. I'm, I'm nearly five eleven. I'm, I can be five eleven in shoes, but I slouch a lot. But so he, <laughs> he likes to cook. And the countertops are already high, but I see him like fucking slouching. He's got the nice large, uh, like, what is it? Cutting board. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm not in the kitchen. So I, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you make your work surfaces high enough so that you're not like crazy slouching? Great question. Okay. So, Great question. so you said he already has kind of high countertops. We have like kind of we have higher than average countertops, and then he has the jo- uh, I'm gonna butcher this like a boo yes a booze yes the booze the I'm gonna butcher this <laughs> oh that's good stuff no wonder you're a writer that's good okay no. so he has a so he has like a like a I'm six meeting. inch wedge booze on top of an already kind of right. tall countertop yeah and he's still like he's still leaning down right. with okay his head, and I'm like you need I got to stand s- up I got some tips like, no, I got some weird. tips I got some tips okay well first of all are the countertops called tall because they're custom and he's rich or is it just luck of the draw no okay no this is luck of the draw we're right that was a quick no okay so (laughs) what i'm gonna say is i learned this one being a tall edm artist is you have to go Mm -hmm. imagine that you're riding a horse (laughs) and do a wide leg stance to lower your overall height to keep your uh your core engaged and your back straight I've seen him Damn. do that. So he has, he, to go, he has to go wide. You have to go. I mean, it's either that or you're he literally like squatting. Up. But then the problem is you have to scoot away because your knees are going to hit the cabinet. So you got to get stanced up. Right. Wide and proud. You don't build any. You're not putting things on top of other things. I just thought you might have some sort of ingenious like device. I will sometimes like pile up a bunch of cookbooks to make like a standing desk right. type of scenario. But for for a cutting board... 
I don't know if it's going to be super solid is the problem. I don't know how right. voracious of a chopper uh, your life partner is, but I don't trust. Is he sick in the kitchen? I don't trust a bunch of Roman books as my. What'd you say? Is he sick in the kitchen? I think he's good. I don't want to say like, I think he's sick in the kitchen, but I have I have a pretty low bar for mm-hmm. for food compared to you two. <laughs> no, no. My bar is very low. My bar is His, very low. Chris has a high bar for water, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. My bar is so low, I try not to eat, actually. So it's it's pretty low. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's where he's at mentally. And Light health. disordered eating. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's not disordered. It's called it's called understanding what a goal is and going it's a, for it's it. It's actually, <laughs> but he, he, as soon as he learns that it's a goal that will never be reached then he will have achieved true culinary nirvana right what's the goal right now like what's the goal right now fitness wise i don't even i'll tell you what his goal is he doesn't want a six pack eight or he wants to make a 16 pack and then a nice cum gutter going (laughs) on body uh body body fat percentage single digit is probably what he's looking after brad pitt in fight club you're going yeah always well unfortunately that will never unfortunately i've i've come to terms with the fact that genetics are involved and and gary and linda as as great as they are did not bless chris chris Chris, we're not talking about your hair we're talking about the body oh oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry once again though unfortunately jason genetics plays into my entire being and and um, much like yeah, much yeah. like same, same. you having a low IQ but a, a nice height um, <laughs> and great you have great ears on you but we all lose yeah. something we've all been dealt the rough hand of being a tall straight white man and it's been a exactly. it's been tough going yeah me but too. the journey continues <laughs> <laughs> we suffer together but Chris we're Chris, all you, in the same boat <laughs> yeah 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 and two out of the three of us have a nice full head of hair too Chrissy true I've always I've always admired your luxurious locks yeah yeah you do have some thick locks thank you it, they're hard to manage i recently got like a specific i get like special curly haircuts <laughs> and i got one and then it wasn't she didn't take enough off like my hair is like a topiary it needs to be like debulked like it's too much it needs to be so pruned i'm familiar with the art yeah, of she bonsai didn't go hard enough right exactly so she didn't go hard enough and then I had to go back and be like, can you please cut my hair more? Cause I, I should have been more dramatic. And then she cut it way more. And now it's, it's in an in-between phase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this is fascinating for everyone. Well, I mean, <laughs> luckily everyone in Philly just wears some beanie or something like that. So you're all good. Yeah. I can get away with it here. Yeah. How bad is the, how bad are the looks in Philadelphia? It's pretty rough, right? I've never exactly had what someone would call styles. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't really, I'm not very hard on people with their, <laughs> with their fashions. Mm-hmm. Less of a judging eye. But it's, but it's a lot of like, people look very normal or very indie. People don't look very chic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't know. There's yeah, sh- chic is not a big there. Philly word. Sorry, it's a lot of tattoos. Don't come for yeah, me. Yeah, it's a lot of tattoos. It's a lot of uh, like people who are in bands. Mm-hmm. The neighborhood that we live in, though, is very like everyone's 30. Everyone has a dog. Everyone might have kids. And then people who have been here forever and did not gentrify the neighborhood and then they obviously like their style is completely different because they've lived in Philly forever and it's a completely different culture. So it's like very divisive in that way, but everybody kind of gets along more like the, do you have a dog, Chrissy? Be honest. 
I do. I do. Oh God. We got okay. her before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a pandemic dog. Well, Chris, Chris is a big fan of puppers and puppos. So if you could tell him all about <laughs> your four legged. No, I, I would, I would, I would literally rather get hit by a truck than, uh, <laughs> but I do, I do Actually, need to- Bryn, friend of the pod painted, painted my dog the only reason i like animals is so bren can make money i guess that's that i changed my yeah. stance she's a good business going with the dog painting i i know it's it's yeah it's, check it's it out bryn cash. trill all of our listeners know and love bryn a lot but bryn paints yeah go check out bryn paints if you have a small animal she will paint a wonderful bespoke image of that dog and send it to you for the right price for the right price, of course. Use the promo code TJ at checkout for twenty percent off. You losers! I'm playing 4D chess with you losers. I had her paint me, okay? So I don't need a picture. I, I she painted me, and I gave it to my parents. That's so much cooler than a dog. You gave a painting of yourself to your parents because they wanted a wow. picture of me. I, they wanted a picture of me, and I said, you know what? Let me do you one better. She's like, wow, I've never painted a dog with so many tattoos. <laughs> How many sittings did you do before she <laughs> got it right? Much like the royalty of yesteryear, I was unfortunately sitting for hours and hours at the um right. at my at my New York residence um while mm-hmm. she, you know, in the parlor while she in the drawing room. <laughs> in the light drawing room. In. <laughs> light was obviously spilling in. Uh but what kind of what do you consider a dog walk to be exercise? No. But I don't exercise. Like I really that's something that I need to be a lot better about it. and I'm trying to learn how to lift weights, but it's so like what the fuck do you I'm do all day? I'm such a fucking bitch about it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I walk a lot. I work. I yeah. What do you do for a living now that we haven't even covered this? Copywriting and strategy. <laughs> Damn! Welcome to the club, losers. <laughs> yeah, like it's not glamorous. This is not a this is not a Philadelphia based position though. No, no. I've been working with my friend um, Michelle Matar. It's not exactly an agency, but it's like builds brands um, and mm-hmm, it's called mm-hmm. practice. And I mostly work for her now. And then I had a bunch of other clients in the past like two years. It's, you know, it's a revolving door. So which which um, DTC sexual wellness brands have you worked for? <laughs> um, I used to work at Ritual, which is a vitamin company. There was no I don't think I ever did. Ritual's big, though, isn't it? I wrote once a review of Foria, like the weed lube when it was just coconut oil, but I drank it. And that was for like a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, wait, that was I saw Kesha at Overpass. It was a very don't read that. <laughs> um, different time. I, I've tangled with that lube before. I had somebody tell me recently, a friend of mine, this guy, Paul, who is an investor in that that weed brand, Stevie. Okay. <laughs> he told me he told me that he thinks we're he talking thinks that, investors no 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 he just told me that he thinks all lube is going to have cbd in it like that's going to be like the net mm-hmm. like a big boom because it's just like why not, why not? i why guess not? is is, is, sure. is what well well chris saying. because some people are sober and that that cbd lube is a gateway to to, oh, no. to slam in that h <laughs> once again mm-hmm. can you can you imagine right. your your i mean I'm more susceptible to taking like cat Vicodin than I am to to that. So. Have you taken cat Vicodin? Every Fourth of July, <laughs> no, my no. little puppers get a little hit, and Daddy gets one too. <laughs> yeah, one for one Chris's for doggos. Yeah, Chris. I mean, he's been up doing coke all day. How else is he going to come down? Exactly. No, it's exactly. a known. It's it's a story I heard some comedian tell that he relapsed on on dog. Like wow, Biden. you heard it's it the same shit from a comedian. You will not, show not stop talking that. about this. Was, 
this was absolutely on a on a podcast when I used to su- subject myself to podcasts that weren't my own. Um, now okay. I've got my listening down to very. Yeah, if you're few, a stand up comedian, and you're two. like, I'm about to relapse on Doggy Vicodin. This I, I got 15 minutes out of this. It's worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. I can do that. I'll do that on Conan. Right. I'll be on SNL by. I fall. think he was famous. Right. I think it was somebody relatively famous too, so it was even cooler. It was Mark Maron. Talking about John John Mulaney? No, Mulaney's a coke guy. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I feel bad for him. I don't. Uh, Jason, how did <laughs> how did how did Mulaney look when you saw him at uh, Equinox? Rough. Rough. Equinox. He had a uh, sober. Sober dad or sober guy puff going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you put on that 15 once you stop doing cocaine and wearing suits. Was he wearing, was he, he seems like the kind of guy who'd wear pants to like jog. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he had shorts on, but the, That's the cool. shoe, I think it was like an off colored Saucony, maybe like an orange shoe, mm-hmm. not unlike a TJ Maxx find. And then the, the most troubling look. Part of his look was was the very short kind of ankle sock where it's not a no-show sock. Mm. You know, it's like one and a half inches of sock. Yeah. Nobody wants... I wear bad socks. Is that right? I've, I've been trying to change. <laughs> How hard is it? Because I used to wear like... I used to wear like fun socks. Like I would wear like okay. I don't know. Those are whatever, bad socks. Whatever socks understand. I was getting for free from whoever. Okay, so a fun and sock is like a funky, scrunchy color that you wear with your Birkenstocks to, yeah. to signal that you're a twisted chick. Right. I mean, you knew me really mostly in my Birkenstock phase, where I was wearing not Birken. I would wear Birkenstocks, and then I would wear the Fenty Pumas, like the furry ones. Oh, let's go. And that's all. Oh. Those were the only shoes I had. Like it was very, it was a very dark, dark, <laughs> Damn, dark time. Like, well, so what happens when you got to go to a wedding or jury duty? Exactly. Well, my friend Phil, like he, I think this was in like 2015 or something. He took me, he needed a date for the Game of Thrones premiere. Oh, and okay. there was no date that was like going to be like a classy person on his arm. So he was like, okay, you'll do. You know. <laughs> and then I was like, do I can I wear sneakers? And he was like, Chrissy, if you come here in that fucking nightgown and sneakers shit, (laughs) I'm going to be humiliated. Like you need to all fucking, I'll give you money. Like go somewhere, get something. So I got like these like clunky black heels. If you could call them that at top shop. So this is, so you got pretty womaned basically. I definitely was, was looking like a whore. Okay. okay. (laughs) I still managed. (laughs) Okay. I still managed to bring my own unique energy to the look. But um, yeah, that's like a distinct memory of mine is like there were times when I would have to go to something Mm -hmm. nice and I would be like, oh, fuck, I only have, I did have dirty vans usually. Sure, sure. But they weren't, or like a dirty white sneaker. Mm -hmm. Lil B style. Right. Right. Well, hopefully now, hopefully now, since you're on the East Coast, <laughs> you did get those Manolos you'd been dreaming of. <laughs> yeah, it's not really. I'm not doing full sex in the city yet. Um, I'm obviously an Amtrak away, so it's going to take some time. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's really close. It's just a quick train ride. Yeah, it's away. a quick yeah, it's, train ride. It's basically like New York. I mean, I'm pretty much I I live in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, but you, you know what, Manhattan it. doesn't have fucking genos and pats okay mm-hmm. so suck my dick new york yeah there's no liberty bell You're, i mean it's a great point honestly it's it's maybe philadelphia <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna get a new complete i'm gonna get on the plane i'm going straight to love park and it's gonna be over <laughs> for you guys <host. laughs>
Damn. Not love park. <laughs> Jason, J- Jason knows. Jason knows what he's about to see me do. Mm-hmm. You could get a love park tattoo. You could get a little. No, no, no. Now you're going too far. Okay, when you have the Wawa logo tattoo in your lower back, you're not really one to talk. Eagles jersey stays on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I have the Philly fanatic right, right above my. You know, <laughs> I, I feel like I can't say pussy on the pod. <laughs> I, I got a tattoo of the Philly fanatic above my down there spot. <laughs> above my uh-oh zone. I don't know why I hesitated on pussy. It just felt, I felt like I couldn't do we it. We don't say, we don't talk like that on this. This show is pretty. Yeah, we have a lot neat. of corporate sponsorships on Spotify. So if you could leave right. that gutter fucking speak at the door, please. Yeah, Anchor Anchor might have you deplatformed. <laughs> no, 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 no. For talking about a tattoo of the Philly fanatic above. Anchor something. supports us and we support uh female creators, so it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, this is all symbiotic. <laughs> Where do we go from there? As well, as we're closing up, I wanted to talk about your <laughs> your exit from social media and what you have learned from that, what, you know, how it's affected your life. Your your mind, your body, your spirit, etc. I should have opened with that, really. <laughs> we should have gotten to it up top. Um, well, I deleted Instagram like a while ago. I'm just very addict-like when it comes to social media, you know? Mm-hmm. So like if I have it, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it to hurt myself typically in some way. Mm-hmm. And so with Instagram, it was just like the life jealousy or like body dysmorphia capital for me. <laughs> and then Damn. anything that I would post didn't never felt like... I never really felt like I should be posting it. Like I would think, Oh, this is kind of funny or whatever. And then I would post it. And then hours later I might spiral thinking like, why did I think that was funny? That's crazy. That's so crazy. Like what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? So remove that Mm -hmm. Twitter this year just got real dark. (laughs) Twitter was really like, I don't know. You guys both have, you curate your social media presences. Well, so I, I imagine you curate your feeds well mm. in terms of mm. like. Thank you. No, I like to torture myself, but yeah, from. I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. <laughs> I always go in to. I would always go into Twitter being like, "I'm just going to share this one thought that I had or joke that I had like recently," and then it would end in me like spending hours looking at someone's Twitter who like I think needs help or <laughs> some some drama between people who I've never met. Especially with the pandemic, I could not find a way to like use it in a way that made me happy or brought me any sort of like joy or like Mm -hmm. anything. And I would feel very self-conscious about like everything that I was sharing. So I deactivated it in an attempt to re-examine my relationship to Twitter. And then I got really busy and I had a lot of work stuff going on and then I forgot and now it's fully gone. I can't get it back. <laughs> so like it's I didn't exactly consciously say. So I'm you desperately are trying to locate your Twitter password. You did not. This is not a digital <laughs> yeah, this detox. Is, this, yeah, this took a turn. This took a turn. Yeah, no, you I, fucked up. If anybody at Twitter you is listening. Up. Okay. You can only deactivate for 30 days. I'm not locked out. It just it didn't exist anymore. The account was gone. Got it. And got then it. I. So that no one would like no spam bot or anything like that would like take my handle. I made a new account that I just won't ever use. Mm-hmm. That just like is a I only follow Rihanna and I'll never log in again. <laughs> Maybe. I like that. But I don't want to like build a fucking audience again. Like I don't even that was, you know, 
embarrassing in the first place. So, <laughs> yeah, but isn't it wouldn't it, isn't it kind of exciting or at least motivating to sure. take everything that you've learned, the mistakes you've made, and start anew, a, a clean slate? Yeah, I just don't know that I'm ever gonna have fun with Twitter again. Like, mm-hmm. I I feel very. I mean, I'm I'm 30, so it's like also my brain is fully developed and is only going to decay from here. Sorry. <laughs> You're and telling us. Like, <laughs> so I'm definitely, I'm going to try to be a body fascist like Chris <laughs> and <laughs> turn to fitness. But I've realized Come a lot through. of things about, I, I used to think, oh, I just have like depression and I'm just unmotivated and all my choices are bad and whatever. And now I kind of, I see that I'm very, I have a tendency to be very self-conscious I'm extremely anxious mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. They social media was fun when I was younger and now it seems like I wasn't having any fun anymore. And so now it's gone and it's like, that's a good thing. Yeah. But when it comes to me having to like, if I one day want to sell my novel or like whatever, get jobs, it sucks because even in like branding, people were like, Oh, you have X amount of Twitter followers. Do you want to write? taglines for converse <laughs> and that's like yeah. oh that's literally how i started copywriting so it's like that wasn't an intentional career mm-hmm. but it's the one that i have and one that works for me now and so it's like i wonder what doors have been closed to me but i'm i'm glad that for me personally i was not having fun i mean that's good enough reason i mean that's good enough reason a lot of people in like the media space are miserable and don't want to like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of people on twitter who don't want to admit that they're miserable and like change i got a, i got a word for those people chrissy it's a word you used earlier mm-hmm. pussies <laughs> oh, i thought i thought chris was gonna say i got a word for those kind of people me uh, no <laughs> well chris chris you could be taken to be like miserable online but if you've uh-huh. knowing you in person and then listening to your podcast obviously like you're not mad you're just judgmental there's a difference do you guys get mad online ever or have you ever shared too much? What do you regret? Uh, no, I don't care. I don't care at all. Just the racist stuff. But I, <laughs> I scrubbed that a while ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. I don't. I don't really care. I mean, I just think it's like it like doesn't matter, kind of. But then it's also deeply necessary. So it's a very it's a confusing it's a confusing conundrum. I realized that when I was younger, I was trying to curate my personality yeah. in order to appear interesting, hireable you know, whatever online. Totally. And that definitely like in hindsight, I'm like, wow, I wish I would have just been myself fucking mess without. Yeah. Without trying to like myself, whatever that would be. That's a great lesson to learn. I mean, totally. But I think now, like I just worry for people. I don't know. I think other people probably have a better handle on it than I do. (laughs) Let all these, let all these fucking TikTokers die. You know what I mean? It's, it's Uh like, honestly though, the fact that this stuff is like, these articles about like TikTokers' mental health and unionizing and rights. It's like unionizing. Reputable news outlets are talking about like mm-hmm. rights and the mental health of. T- I'm like, no one forced you to do this, guys. Like you, yeah. you chose to become a multimillionaire from dancing and being hot. I, I can't feel sorry for you. <laughs> you don't have right. You don't need extra rights. Well, Chris, TikToker is the only job now. If you don't want to yeah. work at Amazon delivery, that's all you got. When you were younger, you didn't have, sorry to bring up your Gen Xness, but you didn't <laughs> have the same like technology. There's, there's a certain point though, where it's like, 
what are we talking about, guys? Like, what? Like, right. literally, what are we talking about? Like, let's break down what's actually happening. A rich kid is dancing for money, and they're <laughs> complaining about what it's doing to their psyche. Like, I can't mm-hmm. care about that. Like, I cannot dancing with their clothes on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> loser shit, loser shit. Unless, like, unless they have a sick body. Rinse. I mean, they all have. W- sick if bodies. I'm going to do a backflip, the shirt's coming off. I think, but well, but our our age gives us the luxury. You know, the one good thing about totally, our age is totally. that we had our, our, you know, our feet was in, was in the jacuzzi uh, both you know, yeah, in both worlds sure. for a little bit to where we can disassociate ourselves from social media. Your generation and younger, it's in your brain from birth. It's just, it's a but part it's, of you but there's, and they can't disassociate. But it's also like, where's the, can we, can we have some personal responsibility? You know what I mean? Right. Like Chrissy, Chrissy's literally a shining example of this. She's saying to us, <laughs> this stuff wasn't working for me, so I stopped doing it and my life is better because of it. You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's really that. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to do. Of course it's not. But my point is like, you don't have, no one has to do this stuff. You're not, right. this isn't, this yeah. isn't well, like I don't, I don't have to drink coffee and smoke cigs, but I'm unable to quit doing those things. Yeah. Sure. But you also don't really try. <laughs> That's true. I think it's like, I think when you're younger and your brain isn't fully developed, totally. you're just prone to being addicted to things anyway. And so it makes, it makes sense to me that people are, I just, I'd like to see more responsibility from, I don't know, the fucking government to yeah. provide healthcare. Oh, Sorry. No, they like don't they don't care. The see, keep, this, keep this lib, keep this lib exhausting. shit off this podcast. This is not, a, this is, <laughs> this is not a healthcare for everybody type show. Okay. We Yo, don't really if you do. go to the doctor, you're a fucking, Pussy if you go to the doctor. Yeah, I don't go to doctors, baby. We go to healers. We go to Equinox. I do my own dental work. No, I think there is. I mean, there, it, is a, it is a real issue, but I also think that it's like just the, the amount of sympathy and empathy we're supposed to have for these people is just I, I am void. Totally. The mental health conversation has definitely and I've definitely been guilty of this in the past. Like it's not you want everyone to have accessible mental health care and it doesn't exist in America. And so then we end up talking about like how that's the bigger issue. Like, yeah, the bigger issue is that our culture does make people miserable. And then we're all supposed to like be there for your friends as a means of dealing with that. And it's not enough. No. Yeah. I don't check it. I trust me. Jason could tell you, I don't check in on my friends at all. It's not enough. (laughs) You, you, it's not enough to check in. You also have to, you also have to buy stuff. You have to buy stuff. And show up. You have to show up. You have to show up. You have to recommend Headspace. You have to ask if they've used melatonin. (laughs) (laughs) But all this stuff, I mean, I was reading the story the other, I mean, I was reading this, there was this New York Times story about like, you know, the end of the imperial like fashion editor thing. Okay. (laughs) It's, It's basically, but it's basically just people being like, I didn't want to go to Paris, so I went and saw my family. And they want like a reward for, it's like, but that's your job. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I just don't understand this. Like, we don't, I, I, like, if I, I just don't, I don't, it's crazy to me. I mean, I also don't have a real job, so it's not fair for me. I, I don't, sure. my life is great and I've engineered it that way and I'm very happy. So I don't have these, like, I don't need mental health days. I don't need to take time off. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to show up and do my thing because it's my thing that I choose to do when I want to do it for the most and, part. And Chris has had a big problem with with uh, Naomi Osaka as well. He's been really pissed off about no. her. No. No, no. 
<laughs> athletes, athletes, I have he respect. He thinks it's a load of, of BS. Yeah, athletes, I have respect for. Editors, no, no respect. Much like Chrissy. I don't, right. no respect, no respect. We, we only respect people that have insane you can bodies. Edit That's these our put, your, put your body on the line and put your <laughs> yeah. entire identity into social media or shut the fuck up. Yeah, put that in your freaking Google Doc. <laughs> It's going to be, it's, it's, it's only going to get worse. But this is like, I was listening to something today about how this, you know, this is still the entire narrative about COVID was basically like, Uh-oh. you're going to die, you know, you're, it's, it's just like, stay inside, do this, do that. And there's the, the secondary thing may last longer than the effects of the actual disease, which is the mental part of it and like what it yeah. did to people. And there's no real, like, we have no, no, no one cares because that's like not that we don't care about care. that. Well, it's not that we don't. It's not that regular people don't care. Like you the government care doesn't about care. People, right? Exactly. Well, like well, speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. <laughs> I very much care about other people's mental health, and I'm going to therapy. Blah, 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 blah. I recommend it for everyone. But like, there's there's not a therapist for everyone. No, of course not. So that's always going to be impossible, and it fucking sucks. Like right now, I'm going through the process of like finding a psychiatrist in Philadelphia, getting the right medication, whatever. And it's just the thing is, the thing in Philadelphia is like, you know, you got uh, just, you kind of pour some beer on it. You pour a yingling on it and it kind of just goes away. The problem It's pretty yeah. crazy. If it Jason. doesn't go away, Even like a bug bite. If, it, yeah, if, if a little yingling on the open wound doesn't fix it, you're gay. That's what they say in Philly. Did you guys, did you guys watch Mayor of Easttown? Do you guys know about nope. the culture? <laughs> nope. I know about the culture of Philadelphia from the, uh, the kind of assumptions that I make about it from going there a couple yeah. of times. I don't I have like any your educate. cultural assumptions. Defund the police. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, Chrissy. we got to defund those fucking police. <laughs> Thank you guys. We got to defund the pod. Defund this whoa, podcast. Whoa, 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 not, whoa, 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 No, 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 no. Chill, 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 chill. This chill, is a free chill, podcast. Chill, chill. There's no Patreon. Yeah, you can't right. defund us. You can't defund us. We don't digitally panhandle like yeah, some of your other guys, favorite podcasts. Sorry, I know we're ending it, but when are you guys cashing out? When are you going to sell out? What the fuck? As soon as Spotify offers us between 20 and $60 million uh, okay. and stock options. Yeah, we got the That's first fair. offer and we said, mm, we need something a little closer to call her daddy. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We said if Jason, if Jason Bateman and his little buddies can get 80 million, you know what I'm saying? We could, you could break off how long gone. A, a yeah, we, we got a, we got a decent offer. And I said, let's, I'd like to see a, another zero at the end of that. Yeah. And then we can kind of right. chit chat, but we ain't, we ain't there yet. Chris, Chrissy, it comes as no surprise to you that Jason is a master negotiator. Totally. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's been a little hands off for me, but he feels he's the ideas, the man. He's the one with the TV ideas. So yeah, of course he's he got, he, he's I don't got, like that of- we couldn't finish that sentence without laughing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look, as a failed TV writer myself, I- <laughs> look, Chris, I can write you out of this show no, if no, you want. No, no, if you no, don't no. want I mean, to be involved, I, 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 my agent is not going to allow me you to attach me to it for sales purposes. But <laughs> I, we that's something we can discuss. You know, I, unless maybe executive producer credit is is, is Chris. Maybe you're not FX material after all. <laughs> Oh, okay. Chrissy, you want to become famous? We're not all Lil Dicky. We're not all Dave. <laughs> yeah, Chrissy, do you do you want to replace me on the How Long Gone TV show? Uh, sure. I think I could get some tats and figure it out. <laughs> it's not that hard, honestly. You just have to be dumb and white. You're halfway there. Yeah. Have you seen American Pickers? It's going to be kind of like that. American oh. Pickers. Yeah, Jason's the fat guy on American I'm Pickers. Free. Just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Chrissy, I would say, oh, wow, wow. Uh, I would say <laughs> shout out your social media handles, but you have none of that. So is there anything? No. Do you want to just say hi to any friends that you know in the neighborhood or well, any out. other thing like that? <laughs> shout out to Philadelphia. Oh, God. Um, no, there's nothing. Is I there, okay, no. is there a song that you want us to play you out with at the end then? Oh, my God. Um, like a G6. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Very Thank cool. You, Thank you, Chrissy. It was good to hear from you. I'm glad you're doing well. We'll check in soon. For sure. <laughs> Bye. Two more bottles.